This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely, and control vehicle at all times. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Muck Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Muck Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Muck Delivery, just like Leicester City this season. So the only thing left to say is, you win, order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Hello, Matt Elliott here. Hi, Alan Smith here. Hey guys, Ian Hume here. Hi everybody, Jerry Taggart here. Be sure to watch Chris and Leicester Till I Die TV for all the latest Leicester City news and information. You can also subscribe on YouTube and various social media channels for the latest updates and news on Leicester City Football Club. Come on, you foxes! Safe, and I'm going to actually start tonight's show with some breaking news. We've got a football game tomorrow. It's the Premier League preview show with Chris and Craig on Leicester Till I Die TV on YouTube, Facebook, and Twitter. Strap yourself in because we're set up, switched on, and ready to go. Don't get excited, but 
we have got a game. Although I did hear earlier on a certain radio show that Leicester might be looking at not wanting to go ahead. Please. We will be talking about that. Haven't got Craig with me this evening. We have got a Spurs fan. Um who I'll be talking to and be talking about about the game tomorrow, about the postponements, rivalry, etc. This is Leicester Till I Die TV. You can catch us live now on YouTube. If you aren't on YouTube, please click that subscribe button and uh, support the channel. And if you're listening to this on Catch Up, welcome along. Thank you very much for listening in on your favourite podcast station. This is where you can find us. On your favourite podcast platform, or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow, and join in now. Oh, it was all so different last year. This time last year, we were actually sat, would you believe, third in the table. Not a lot of difference for Spurs. They were eighth, so they're thereabouts now. Um, they came and visited the KP on the last day of the season. Hmm. Harry Kane again. <sighs> Shame he's not injured. Don't wish him any harm, but <laughs> but this we were playing Spurs tomorrow night. <laughs> Indeed, and let's say hello to somebody with a great name, Chris. <laughs> the only problem is he's a Spurs fan. <laughs> Welcome along, Chris. How, how the devil are you? I'm good, thanks. First of all, thanks so much for inviting me on. Uh, you were mine yesterday. Uh, yeah, great yeah. to talk to you on your own channel. And uh, great to be here. You're welcome. Uh, and talking of uh, channels, the, your details are in the description below, but just give your, uh, your, your, your socials a shout out. Where, where can people find you? Uh, it's on YouTube, similar to yours, live, uh, but uh, Mondays, 8pm, Fridays, half 12pm. Uh, uh, Let's Talk Tottenham. Uh, but if you go to Twitter, at LTalkTottenham, you can find all the information there as well. And we're on podcasts as well, wherever you get your podcasts from. Brilliant. Good evening to David. Um, hello, Chris. I uh, almost forgot we played in the Premier League. I know. <laughs> it is ridiculous. And I must admit, sometimes we have guests on here and you're struggling, what are we going to talk about? And, you know, you're diving into the past and trying to get... But we've got so much to talk to you about because, like There's I no said... There's no games to talk about, is there? We've got to talk about past games <laughs> uh, in a long, long distant past. It is nice to... We have actually, like I say, we are actually playing tomorrow. And I did a show, and if anybody's watching, um, it was Football and COVID. If you go onto the YouTube site, it is on there, and um, you can catch that up. It was about the situation at the moment with COVID uh, and football. Hello to Miss Molina. Welcome along. Um, I know she's going to like me and not you, mate, because she's an Arsenal fan. So I'm really sorry. <laughs> <laughs> well, 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 if, she, if she was watching my stream yesterday, she'll see that I was defending Arsenal about the decision to postpone the game. Um, well, I'm sure we'll get onto that uh, uh, <laughs> And, yeah, and good evening to Terry, regular on here. How the devil are you, sir? Uh, thanks for joining us. Yeah, so like I can say if you go on to um, Let This Lie Die YouTube channel uh, on um, on YouTube, obviously, 
you can see we did a whole program about it. But I just want to ask yourself, Chris, it's getting a bit silly now, isn't it? Yeah, I don't blame the teams for for asking to cancel. It's the Premier League's fault. Uh, as soon as we cancelled in, it must have been December, with eight COVID cases, which I'm assuming is genuine, because I'm assuming it's not like, oh, we've got a player with an injury. Okay, he's got an injury. I'm assuming with COVID, with the situation, that it's okay, we prove it to us in, in your PCR test. And yeah. Anyone with half a brain, when surely could know and, and see that this was when Omicron was getting at his peak. So it's going to happen again and again and again. The Premier League should have therefore said, okay, right, okay, this is going to happen again. We need to set a precedent here. So if a team has X number of COVID cases, then we can cancel the game, but they haven't. And it's essentially a loophole. So Arsenal had thought they might lose because they had players out. Mm. And in any walk of life, if you can find a loophole to get yourself out of something or, or benefit you in some way, you're going to take it. So I, I don't really blame it. it. It's a little bit pathetic from Arsenal in a sense that, you know, <laughs> they've then gone and loaned a player out the next yeah. day. But, yes. but, and then you get idiots like Piers Morgan say, I don't know what Spurs are worried about. Our reserves would have beaten them anyway, play the game. Um, yeah. But there's a loophole there. They've got all their players out, Africa Cup of Nations, injuries, suspensions, mm. whatever. And there's a way to get out of the game and play it at full strength. So, I, I mean, I would have loved to have played the game anyway, even if it was yeah. full strength Arsenal because it's a London derby. But at the end of the day, the Premier League just very cowardly. Just yeah, yeah. And then Leeds end up playing the game. Look what they did with a, a weakened side and a youth side and everything. Away to a West Ham who who are on fire at the moment. So yeah, it, it's got to stop. We, it's got to stop. The Premier League have to say right, okay, this is the rules for a postponement. X number of COVID cases, whatever it is. Mm. Uh, if it's just injuries and no COVID, that that that's your problem. Injuries have been part and parcel and suspensions as well for the game yeah. for donkey's years. But they won't, will they? And it will just carry on and on and on and on and on and. and yeah, it's just stupid now. Yeah. Say hi there to Dan Turf Morehouse TV. He says, snow joke. That's bad, Dan. <laughs> Looking forward to our game. So that was one of the first ones that got cancelled. Burnley was saying at the start, oh, what everybody's doing, we know we've not got any players. We should be playing. And now they've got half the team out. Well, the the Burnley think... game, I don't mind because... It's the weather. If it's yeah. it's dangerous, isn't it? If it is snowy yeah. and icy and everything, yeah. it is dangerous. In the same way, if you've got like ten players with COVID, it's dangerous. Yeah. One player with COVID, not sure about that. And, and yeah. like I say, it, it lies with the Premier League. They've got to sort the rule out and put that in force. Otherwise, teams will constantly be be going through these loopholes, and yeah, they're perfectly within their rights to do that. I mean. Hello to Niall, by the way, just joined us. Um, how the, the devil are you, Man United fan? Send me a message on Twitter, mate. I want to sort of have a word with you about a quiz. But, you see, to my point, my mind, um, when you buy these players, and the excuse, if you want that, I'm going to sneeze. I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> oh, excuse me. You know, when you think Bless you're going to, and it's not quite coming. But yeah, when you buy you. players, you know if you're buying a player from Zambia or, 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 you know, Tunisia, you know that the chances yeah. are that if they're a decent player, you're going to lose them at this time of year. So that isn't an excuse. And it doesn't matter how big the club is, whether it's Man City, Tottenham, Leicester, Burnley, we've all got the same size squad that we're allowed to name. And I think for me, 
just when these sort of things happen, expand your, you know, it's 25 man, isn't it? So expand it mm. to 30 and say those extra five have got to be from your academy or from your under 23s. You know, we did, we had six academy players uh, on the pitch at the end of our FA Cup game against Watford, which were a Premier League team, and we beat them 4 1. And I tell you what, it was a pleasure to see those players. And, you know, you don't expect to see them every week, but when you've got these problems, and I think it was Ralph Husenthal from the uh, Southampton manager that said, and I, I get totally what he says, because I'm thinking like now when we play you, we've got James Justin back, which we didn't have before, and he's been a big mm. miss. Uh, but that's not fair, because when we would have played you, we didn't have him. And, you know, yeah. he Ralph's saying that when you play these games, you should play with the same team that would have been available to, or the same players that would have been available to yeah. you. I'm, I'm not sure if he had a lot of injuries and he had postponements that he'd be doing that in March, uh, you know, if they were in a relegation battle or fighting for like, the last European places. But uh, every team who's had postponements has benefited them in some way, I would assume. Yes. Uh, yeah. Based on that it's going to happen after January and, if you know, there's a possibility of signing players yeah. and, and things like that. But it's just, it's the Premier League. The Premier League needs to sort it out and put rules in place so that, that these things yeah. can't happen because this will happen again and again and again. I mean, it happened all the way through January with, with the African Cup of Nations if big players are out there. Yeah. Uh, it's just, yeah, it's just stupid. So I, I mm. really hope uh, tomorrow's game does happen. Uh, you mentioned oh, in I think it's at this stage now, we, we, it's less than 24 hours. I think that would be disgusting if they cancelled it now because it's not really going to change in that time. Well, that's the other thing as well with the Arsenal game is I think it's Friday half six or something like that the request came in and then it's half six on a Saturday that it gets cancelled. It's like, you either yeah. know if you're going to cancel it or not because the situation hasn't changed. So just do it early. And, and exactly, exactly. I mean, and it's not so bad, it's not so bad if the majority of fans are coming from London there, but when you've got like Burnley and Spurs and Spurs going all the way to Burnley, and they've bless you, and they've been Thank given you. less than twenty four <laughs> hours when they've probably mm. already gone up there and got hotels. It's a disgrace. Yeah, D uh, it's, um, David says here, Ghana trading one nil. We need a Marty back. <laughs> so good news. <laughs> I'd, I'd often say that about England, but we know England are going to lose, so we'll, <laughs> we always get we we'll get the players back. <laughs> I want to talk to you about the rivalry because. Mm. Um, you, you're not what we would call a natural rival, you know. It's not like say Nottingham Forest, East Midlands Derby, or Derby County, somebody like that. Yes, you beat us in the I think it was the '99 uh, yeah. League Cup final, um, but obviously, it all, it all kind of came to a head in, in a way with the Premier League winning season when it looked like it was going to be either you or us. Nobody else was in the in the frame. It was going to be you and me. I was sat all that season through the... Um, we're next to a Spurs fan. And we were both sat there all season. You're going to win it. We ain't going to win it. We always shoot ourselves in the foot. Neither of us were convinced we were going to win it. Um, of course, it led to the famous statement, and I would be letting my fans down if I didn't say that you did actually come third in a two-horse race. But... <laughs> I, I have to go now, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, Leicester fans see that rivalry now. Do Spurs fans see that rivalry with Leicester? Or? Uh, I'm not sure. What I will say is I used to really like Leicester and then you beat us in the league. So for a while, I didn't like you very much. But <laughs> I, I think our rivalries are always going to be the Arsenal's, Chelsea's, yes. 
yeah. possibly West Ham. And then, obviously, yeah. we want to be winning the league and, and getting in the top four every season, as I'm sure you guys do. But, yeah. yeah, so it's whoever's there will be our main rivals. So I think, being that you haven't won the league again and again and again, I think... And, and the fairy tale of it as well, I think 5,000 to 1 yeah. at the start of the season. Yeah. I think if it was... Uh, Someone like an Arsenal winning it, I think we'd still be furious about it and, and mm. things like that. But yeah, I, I mean, it's difficult to hold that much of a grudge at a kind of once in a lifetime yeah. kind of thing. Yeah. And, and I think Spurs fans were more angry, not the fact that you beat us, it's the fact that we didn't beat you. We had opportunities. I think, uh, mm. was that the season where we drew two all with Arsenal with Harry Kane scoring that goal, which would have put us top for. For that weekend, probably and then we lost every, as well. every so, other every other club in the in the top six seemed to be sort of not wanting to win yeah. it. And then of course you, you came to White Hart Lane and beat us one 0 If we'd have won yeah. that game, the whole tide could have turned. So. Yeah, I, I think it's more the fact that Spurs fans were angry at themselves and their team mm. for not not winning, and then obviously they're being two 0 up at Chelsea and giving you a tie. But I mean, by then. You were going to win that league because you didn't, uh, you didn't yeah. lose a game. Yeah. But yeah, so I think it's more Spurs fans angry at Spurs rather than angry at Leicester. We, we and were and just to be trying fair, to drag it out a bit, and then Eden Hazard <laughs> popped up and and, yeah, and, and, and said, then, no, I'm going to do it for you. I, 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 don't think it, I don't think any fan in football and, and no Spurs fan can really begrudge Leicester and, and say no. that you didn't deserve it. I think it's just yeah, we should have won it. It was our chance to win it. But then Arsenal have finished second would have probably seen it as, as well as our chance to win it. And, yeah, and, I, th- yeah. I think. For us, yeah, I think you know. I don't think we've beaten you probably since then, you know. But uh, but we've got a game coming up, mm. as I say, fingers crossed tomorrow. So let me just um, get the details up here if it is going to work, which obviously is never a guarantee. Um, <laughs> like I say, guys, if you are if you are watching this, please please do subscribe. Um, and it would be much appreciated. So um, here we go. Um, oh no, I've got the wrong one up. You see, have I? <laughs> We've all done it. We've all done it. Old way. Yes, I've got. I've got the wrong one up. There we go. Let's. Um, oops. Talk amongst yourselves for a moment, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how how confident are you at the moment? Uh, well, I, I, I've been saying for, well, for a couple of years now since Ericsson left, we need someone creative in that team. We've got Harry Kane, who is creative, but then you lose your striker up the top. So you yeah. lose the, the player that the creative player is trying to feed. Uh, so I, I, think, I think going away to Leicester, Leicester, you, you will attack us. And I think att- teams attacking us suit us because we're a counter-attacking team. It's teams that yeah. sit back and... and, and the onus is on us to break them down. Without that creative player, we really struggle with that. So I think, I mean, that, that game last year that you mentioned, uh, uh, I won't uh, go on too much about it, but you, you were obviously fighting for fourth, so you were attacking, we need to win that game. And then we were able to pick yeah. you off a couple of times because it was a counter-attacking game. So I, I'd expect Brendan Rodgers generally plays with an attacking team, doesn't he? And, and going to attack and win. And, yes. and Fortune yeah. does favour the brave, but in... Yeah. I think what we like about teams like <coughs> yourself, Man City, Liverpool, you allow us to play. You give mm. us that freedom. And uh, as much as Harry Kane likes a goal against um, 
Vardy likes a goal against yeah, Jimmy Vardy does. does. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he likes one against you. This is going so slow. I'm. I'm uh, this oh, is. Uh, this is driving me mad. Hang but, on, but are, are you confident, being that you're at home? Uh, you've got games no, in hand it, as well. It's it Spurs. Well, <laughs> I'm never confident when it comes to to playing Spurs, uh, and that that's the trouble. You know, I mean, I'd have been more confident playing you under Nuno hmm. than I, I am under Conte. You know, and and I mean you, okay, that that is a farce at the start of the season. I mean, you know, Nuno was your number, was it tenth or something? You know, and yeah, I, yeah. Well, I haven't got enough uh, digits on my hand to count how many it was. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't really see the point of that, but the, the whole Mourinho cycle was a complete waste of time. You bring him in to win a trophy, he gets a chance for a trophy. You sack him six days before he gets a chance yeah. to win it. So it's a complete waste of time. So. I don't really understand that. And then you go and get Nuno, who Daniel Levy put a message out saying we're going back to the ethos of Spurs, you know, attacking football. And then you get a, a world-renowned defensive coach. And, and yeah. I, I, he, he doesn't necessarily was, think things through, David Levy, does he? No, but I mean, Mourinho was defensive, but it was defensive with the understanding that Kane and Sam will get our goals. We've got to get them in the game. So we yeah. had an attacking threat. I, I I don't mind defensive at all, as long as you've got an attacking threat. But with Nuno, it was just sit back, sit back, sit back. And it was almost like uh, he didn't know Kane and Son were playing. And then so yeah. easy to play against us. Yeah. As you can see, touch wood, we've now got it working. Um, oh, did you see the same preparation is everything, and for me, preparation is nothing because I forgot to do it. I forgot to load the slides up and uh StreamYard likely to do that. So we're yeah. playing tomorrow, like we say. Yeah. It's going to be on BT, uh, 7.30. I, I, you know, I, I get sometimes, I feel like, who is running this? The Premier League or Sky, BT, yeah. Amazon, you know. And uh, because... it's, it's all to do with money now, isn't it? Yeah. So it's all the TV yeah. companies and the Premier League and, and the clubs at the top. Uh, mm. Yeah, yeah it, it seems to be. But it is on BT tomorrow, so... Um, you are able to watch it on there, or I'm sure some people have got other ways of watching it. That was, like I say, yeah, last season, um, last game of the season, 2-4. Um, Kane got his usual couple of games. Uh, did he get? No, he got one against us, didn't he? But he always he always gets one against us. Obviously, when he puts an England shirt on, I love him, but when he's playing against us, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I hate the guy. Um, like you said earlier, you know, that was... It was like we'd swapped over because it wasn't a performance that we were... You know, we'd put in a lot better than that, but we were going through our usual sort of bottling it. Well, not say bottling it, but dropping off at the end. But you suddenly... You were out of it, and suddenly you produced that performance yeah. well, that's a performance and, and the kind of way of playing that Spurs fans or well, certainly me were hoping that we'd have since uh, uh, Gareth Bale came back let Gareth ba Bale play and let Gareth Bale do what Gareth Bale does but yes he was it was never a he's, he's not a Mourinho player is he really and and I mean there, there were elements of Bale that were terrible away to Arsenal where Tini and Odengard Victor I think Doherty it was the shreds because Bale wasn't tracking back but you know you're not getting that with Bale but if you give him a kind of a free bowl get other people to do his running which kind of happened in the second half here and then he's got two goals and and yeah turned the game and and obviously he went back so we haven't really seen Gareth Bale as Gareth Bale no well we didn't, Did we didn't at all the fans a... weren't allowed in the stadium but 
Well, I'm going to say there was only 8,000 there uh, last year, yeah. so uh, last game, sorry. So hopefully the atmosphere will be a bit more intimidating. Um, but, I mean, Bailey, it was almost like one of those placate the fans signing. Yeah, yeah. You know, rather than did you need him? Well, Mourinho didn't play him really. I mean, you're bringing a player of that stature back, like Ronaldo at Man United, you, mm. you play them. Because of who they are, but Mourinho, you know, brought. I mean, he, he didn't start this game. He, he was on and off, um, and I just, I just think, like you say, it was almost. Let's keep the fans happy. Mm. We'll bring back, you know, Gareth Bale. That'll please them. It seems to be one of those signings for you. Yeah, you're probably right there. And I was a more of on uh, uh, spent ninety pound on a Bale shirt, and uh, he's gone yeah, there. Exactly, yes. and, uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it was in the middle of lockdown, wasn't it? And, uh, you know, uh, yeah. give yourself a treat, uh, buy yourself a present. But, yeah, it's just yeah. very strange. Uh, you, you mentioned Ronaldo there. It's almost like Ronaldo doesn't suit United at all either, no. being that, that they've got young players now who will track back, and Ronaldo's not going to track back. Same as Bale. I mentioned the Arsenal game. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, if you can fit them into a team where they don't have to do those tracking back, you, you see the results. Like, Ronaldo's still an unbelievable player, unbelievable finisher, and Bale still would do a job for a top, top team as well if you gave him that yeah. kind of free goal. Um, I think he would. Yeah, it just wasn't to be. But... but again, I think Ronaldo to Man United was purely to stop him going to Man City because that would yeah, have yeah. annoyed so many Man United fans. Rob, I wish I had your optimism there. <laughs> he says, Leicester card will have Kane in his pocket. Well, if yeah, there's a season that... for him too, it's this season because Kane has uh, not looked himself. Well, uh, I, I, I still maintain the lack of creativity there isn't helping him at all. And, and certainly... I mean, when we had Ericsson in his prime, I mean, Ericsson's talked about about coming back to the Premier League, which fills me with a lot of worry, even if he came back to Tottenham with what happened to him and, and the demands of football these yeah. days. Uh, but, you know, Ericsson would pick the ball up from the defenders, ping it 50 yards without looking to sun. He's one-on-one, skims the defender, so much space in the middle, and then we generally score. And, and, and what he also did, which is key in away games, Dembele as well, who I think was so underrated. Uh, Dembele and Ericsson generally, when we conceded the goal, they got on the ball, stopped the game for five minutes, and then we go again, and it stops any momentum that the other team had from scoring a goal, which we just don't have anymore. So now if the team's on the up and score a goal, specifically an early goal, Mm. we go so deep, we've got no one to put the uh, foot on the ball, control a game, slow a game down, and take the sting out of the game. And... I mean, you, you have a creative player, you obviously get that creativeness going forward, but you also get that, what I've just said there, taking the sting out of yeah. the game, calming the game down. And we don't have that. So, Ericsson would be that player, but I, yeah. I worry about him coming back uh, to the Premier League or playing football again, really, uh, certainly with the demands of it. But uh, that's the kind of player I think we need. Well, that hopefully, kind of I, and, and I agree. And we're supposed to be one of the teams that are in for him, you know, yeah. us, Newcastle and, and Brentford. I mean, you know, yeah. Brentford, you've got the um, the manager connection. Um, at Leicester, you've got the fact that Vestergaard and uh, Schmeichel know him from the, the, the Danish team. And, of course, Newcastle, you've, you've got money, basically. Yeah. But, I, I guess with Leicester, it, what wouldn't be so bad is that he's a similar player to Madison 
So yeah. you wouldn't necessarily have to play every single game, every 90 minutes. We could no. be vested here and there. Whereas if he goes to Brentford, he's going to be playing every game, every exactly. 90 yeah. minutes. And, yeah. and yeah. probably with Tottenham as well and, and Newcastle, mm. certainly. And uh, there's a host of clubs interested in him. Yeah. Um, I mean, but, yeah, I, I, say, I worry well, about it. Rob did say Vestergaard will have Kane in his pocket. I, I was going to say Vestergaard's got bloody big holes in his pocket. <laughs> there was this, and that's caused usually by the ball going through it and into the net. Not our best £15 million ever spent. No. Uh, Spencer, good evening. So how the devil are you? Loving your um, your avatar there. Great Leicester to lie die uh, uh, fan, hopefully. Uh, Conte has fallen out with every owner he's worked every matter of time. And good evening to Mike, who's taken a break from his darts coverage to pop on. Michael, how the devil are you? Hope it went well earlier for you. I didn't get a chance to see you reply in your stream because I was coming on to get ready for this. But hope it went well for you, mate. Um, so I was surprised at this. This is our head-to-head uh, -head in the Premier League. And... Um, mm. We've played each other 30 times. It's very tight. 12 wins mm. and 13 for you. And I think possibly that might be going back. We probably got more wins when we were in and under the O'Neill years. Because uh, yeah. you certainly seem to have had this, the, the, the dagger over us um, recently. But yeah, 12-13 with, with five draws. Um, and the form going into it. You haven't lost under Conte yet. No, I've... those Chelsea games just showed how far off the top four that we are. And with all due respect to those teams, Watford, Southampton, Palace, Norwich, and an understrength Liverpool team within their midfield. I mean, they did still have Salah and Mane, but we were at home. Yeah. They were quite an easy run of games um, for, for Conte there, certainly at the start. And then Chelsea was right. OK, the honeymoon's well and truly broken now. And, yeah. and, and you know, I... I know we're we're fifth, I think, and you're, yeah, I think we're fifth or sixth, yeah, and you're yeah. tenth. But you know, with the games in hand, it's not well, really that set. And you at home, it, it, you're still a top, top, top team. You just had a bit of a, a bad run of form. Uh, I think I think teams seem to get this every now and again. And to me, I'm I'm kind of calling this our reality check season. You know, because we've had two seasons where we finished fifth and fifth, and we won the FA Cup. And uh, I'll just, sorry, I should explain the Spurs fan. That's a trophy. We won the FA Cup. <laughs> I know what they are. I just don't see them that often. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was going to say Community Shield, but as anybody that watches this channel knows, I like to call it the, the English Super Cup. Um, <laughs> and... Um, this is almost like a reality check season for us, mm. you know. Um, the other problem as well is, for me, over the past couple of seasons, there's only really been Leicester that have been challenging um, for for the uh, uh, that oh, fourth, yeah. fifth place. Um, but this season, you're back, Arsenal are back, West Ham are up there doing it. You know, Brighton have had a reasonably good spell. Mm. Man United... You know, being Man United at the moment. So I think this year, other teams have come into the equation. Like I say, last year, we wouldn't even have spoken about Spurs as top four. Mm. But I was listening to something the other day and this, you know, you you, you were favourites uh, for that top fourth place. But yeah, you know, I'm not sure about that. But um... you know. I mean, to me there, I mean, yes, we beat Liverpool, which was totally surprising after we lost to them. We had it in the bag against them in the in the Caribou Cup and then we lost it on penalties. 
That is, and to me, the Man City game, it's one of those games where the score doesn't tell you everything. You know, yeah. they were 4 0 up at half time and we got it back to 4 3. And you're thinking, like you said earlier, where was that? Where was that team in the first half? You know, yeah, the, the thing with Man City is they're 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 by far and away the best team in the league, possibly Europe. And yeah. you give them half chances, they'll score goals. You give them four mm. half chances in the first half, four nil down. Whereas you know you do that to to us, maybe you maybe yeah. concede one or two goals. You don't concede four. No, no. And, and yeah, I mean, Man City are, 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 are cut above. Uh, Anyone else at this? No, point they are. Time. I think. I think. I think. As I, I tend to, I, I'm. I'm having more fun watching the bottom of the table than the top because yes. I think Man City have got it in in the in yeah. the bag. To be honest with you, um, yeah. Without the injuries, we'd be right up there. We we have, yeah. We haven't had yeah. a settled bat for all season. Um, first, before we go on to that, though, I did want to sort of say. I mean, you mentioned it there. The Chelsea games. I mean, yeah. what happened? I mean, you know they. Yeah, I mean, we've had a problem this season. I don't know what it is, but London derbies, we just don't start. We have to get to half time and take a bit of a pounding and a beating to to start going. And and, I mean, Man City are obviously top of the pile, but Liverpool and Chelsea aren't that far behind. And and Mm -hmm. they're both a cut above us. I know we drew with Liverpool, but, you know, that was at home and uh, the the tactics Klopp had there with leaving 2-1-2 at the back was... uh, Bizarre to say the least, and we should have won that game. But yeah, Chelsea, like I mean, they should have been falling up in the first half in that first leg and game out of sight. And if that was Man City and we played like that, it would have been four nil game over. Yeah, um, and yeah, and he, I, I went to the home game thinking, okay, right, let's really go out them like a train, like we did against Ajax in that second half, and just didn't happen. And we just made another mistake, and then mm. yeah, it's just. But I, 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 I don't know what it is, but we don't see. But us not starting well isn't a new thing. Even under Pochettino, we had to, we we didn't start well. Yeah. It's just that we had such a good team in those days that when we didn't start well and start the first half well, it was nil nil, and then we yeah. we play better in the second half, and then we go win the game. Now we don't start well; we're behind at half time. Um, Do you? Yeah. Do you, you mentioned again Pochettino there. There was a lot of talk about him coming back. Um, it now looks like he, he may be going to, to Man United, although that that's you know another another show. Would yeah. you are you happy with Conte or would you have preferred to have waited and maybe got Pochettino in? Uh, I'd always love Pochettino for what he did, and I thought he deserved the chance to turn it around. And he told Levy we needed a painful rebuild, which we're still needing now. Uh, Levy just didn't listen and it ultimately cost his job. Uh, I, I do think if, if if he did come back when he was rumoured, it's too early. He was only sacked yeah. 18 months ago. Uh, but what, what you get with him, what we had with him, if, if it had been allowed, is you've got longevity there. He, he could have easily stayed there for 20 years if it, you know, he got what he wanted and been able to rebuild. Yeah. Conte generally doesn't stay at clubs that long. So it, uh, someone on your comment put it that he always falls out with the... Um, Owners, which owners, he's yeah. looking fed up at this moment in time. So hopefully it's not a, a really early one. But you, you can't imagine that he's going to last four, five, six seasons at Spurs. Mm. It could be the the club where he does stay. I'm not so sure. So I think at the very most in two, three seasons we're looking for a new manager anyway. And by you say by then, like you say, Pochettino might be at Man United. I'll be devastated if he goes to another Premier yeah. League team because uh, because I always thought that 
we got Nuno on a two-year deal, and at the same time is when PSG extended Pochettino's for by a year on a two-year deal. Uh, when we got Conte on an 18-month contract, Poch had 18 months left. So I always thought that it's a, it's a done deal. After When Poch's contract is up, he's coming back. Whether that's the mm. case or not, I don't know. I, I was told I was absolutely crazy by many Spurs fans, which, <laughs> you know, I've been told before, but, you know, stranger things have happened. So I thought there might have been a, <laughs> I don't like to use the term because of, of the Harry Kane situation, a gentleman's agreement with the Pochettino when your contract's up, you come back and we'll get rid of our yeah. manager. And then Levy gets two managers, one out, one in, and, and no compensation paid for any. Um, but yeah, I, I, I don't know. At this moment in time, Conte is a, well, he's an elite manager. So he is the best yeah. manager that was available. So I'm happy with Conte, but he needs to be backed. And, and, but do you not think, and this was my my uh, thoughts, when you've got him eventually, uh, that at the start of the season, he probably had demands that Levy yeah, wasn't prepared yeah. to meet. And like I say, when you went back to him, it was it was then a situation that you needed him more than he needed you. And he was able to say, right, yeah. well, if I come now, I want this, 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 and this promising. And of course, you were that desperate that you had to agree to it. Yeah. Was, you know. Yeah, when he came in, I was I, I thought, well, we're spending money because mm. he, he's going to have to have had those reassurances. But as we know, you know, I, I have no doubt that Harry Kane got a, a, an agreement in, in verbally with mm. Levy that he could leave if we weren't challenging or whatever, and he's gone back on that. Well, he didn't go back on that, did he? He's obviously said you can go. He just hasn't said what price was, and Man City no. just didn't meet the price that he wanted. So... But, uh, what are your feelings yeah. towards? Oh, sorry, first of all, say hi to, to Anthony. Uh, Chris, I think this would be a good game. You beat Liverpool 1-0. I think you can do this. Uh, I'll go for a 2-1 win to Leicester. That's nothing to do with the fact that you're an Arsenal fan, is it, Anthony? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's both, both teams will score, I think. Yeah, I'll, I'll take that. We'll come on to the score prediction later. And hi to another Arsenal fan. Uh, looking out the woodwork tonight. Static, how the devil are you, sir? Thanks for coming in. What are the fans' um, feelings towards Kane now? Because obviously at the yeah. start he wanted out. He was quite, you know, he he he, he to what I call he did a Mares, you know, he had, had a strop went off, mm. <laughs> didn't train and what have you, uh, and now he's back. Is it all forgiven? All, all roses in the garden, or you know, I'm not sure it's quite forgiven yet. If he was banging in twenty goals a season, I think it would be a lot more. Oh, we we don't care. He's still here. I mean, in the summer, no no Spurs fan would have begrudged him wanting to leave because he's always yeah. said, if we're progressing, he'll stay. If we're not, I, I, I want to win trophies. And we weren't yeah. progressing, we regressed. So no no fan would ever begrudge him. It's just the way he went about it. And and I just... Daniel Levy saw him and his agent coming for that six-year deal without a get-out clause. As, you know, uh, Grealish put a £100 million get-out clause in his contract. And then Man City was like, okay, we'll pay that. Okay, off you go. Same with Chris Wood. Yeah. Now he's at Newcastle. So I can't believe, as soon as he did that, Levy's got him on toast for six years. Uh, but yeah, it's it the way that the lack of training and, and what happened, I don't know, but it took him a long while to come out and, and put a, a, a statement out. And yeah, he's, start of the season, fans didn't like him at all. And, and mm. a lot of fans didn't. I, I wouldn't say all of them. Um, 
A lot of fans think he's, he's still not trying hard enough because he wants to go. I'm not sure about that. Arsenal, when we lost 3-0, the, the third goal, he he made a mistake, slipped over, ran back 70 yards, was unlucky with a ricochet. It, it, if you're not bothered about something, it's somebody else's problem. You don't track back 70 yards yeah. and sprint back. So I think he is trying. I think it's just the, the create lack of create creation is, is, is a problem. And, and I think he's having well. to do too much. But in terms of the rest of the fan base, I think it's, it's kind of 50-50 split on... Loving him again, yeah. Not keen on him. And I think players, you know, even if they want to leave, they've got to be seen as trying. Otherwise, mm. if Man City, whoever's looking at it, gonna look and go, well, he's a bit of a petulant player. He's not the sort of player we want. Or is this his form now? You know, is this what we're going to be buying? You know, so I think yeah. players do sign, uh, do try, sorry, even when they want to leave. But talking of Harry Kane, uh, unfortunately. And we spoke beforehand about Kane likes the goal against Leicester. Uh, fun fact number one: uh, in in his entire oh, well, let me just put it on there. In his entire club career, uh, Spurs striker Harry Kane has scored more goals against Leicester City in all competitions than he has against any other side. Uh, Eleven of these have come in the last eight appearances, including uh, a four-goal haul at the King Power last. I don't think he got all four, did he? But um, no, this is uh, why that, that, that was a 16 17 season. When I was it 7 yeah. 1 or 6 yeah. 1 or yeah. something, yeah, yeah. I think I think they got that mixed up with, with yeah. the, the, the thing, but uh, he he does. I really wish to be honest with you, I know Son's out, but I really wish, and no disrespect to, <laughs> to, to Kane, but I, I, I wish he uh, I wish he was ill as well. Uh, but having said that, James Madison back in form, he's been directly involved in seven goals in his last six. Premier League appearances, four goals and three assists, more than he had in the previous um, 26 matches combined. So we, we, it's nice to hear to see him back, um, which was fun fact. Fun fact, that's four Premier League matches against Spurs. Uh, so one, two, lost two, as many as they had in the previous 12 against them. So, you know, like we showed earlier, it is quite close be between us. Are you looking at this and thinking, yeah, Leicester, you know, that we, we, we've, 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 we've conceded more goals from set pieces um, than any other team in the division. We've got the highest goals against of any of the top 10. Are, are you looking at this and thinking, Kane, go on out there and, you know, get a hat trick? Yeah, I think so. I think Kane will as well. You know, he, he, he'll know that stat that you put up there with that, the amount of goals he scored. And, and Conte will know, you know, where I mean, I'm nowhere near tactical enough to be like a manager. But Conte will know exactly where the frailties are in your, your, your set piece defending to, to get some goals. So I think we have to look at this being at Leicester a 10th and, and, you know, you were third this time last season, like you mentioned earlier. Uh, and so you've dropped off a little bit, conceding a few goals. We've got to look at this as though this is a three points that we can get. But then, you know, we're, we're not firing on all cylinders. So I would imagine Brendan Rodgers and Leicester will be thinking exactly the same thing. Um, but yeah, I, 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 it sounds a cliche, doesn't it? But the first game is the first game. First goal is huge. If you get it, your mm -hmm. fans will be up. We we don't have the player to like calm the game down. If we get it, we've got something to play for. We can then be a bit defensive. You'll have to attack and then try and ping you on the counter attack. Um, yeah. But yeah, we'll definitely be looking at this to, uh, as a game to you know get back on track after those two 
bad Chelsea game. And, and Chelsea away is our next league game. So really, we, we can't really afford to lose this game because the, 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 yeah. you know, the odds don't back us against Chelsea after what happened uh, yeah. in the last two weeks. Anthony says that, I know you're intense, uh, but I think you'll finish two places higher than you are now in obviously eighth. I, w- I want seventh. I want three places higher. So at least we've got sort of some sort of mm. European football. Uh, where where would you say, though, at the moment, um, Chris, that the weaknesses are in the Spurs side? Oh, how long have you got? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> You've not got as many as us. Romero <laughs> <laughs> being injured, we don't have that dem- uh, commanding centre-back. Uh, I yeah. quite like Dyer, but he's got a mistake in him. Sanchez I like, he's got a mistake in him. And Sanchez has been played in the centre of that three. And to be in the centre of the three, you need... Um, to be commanding and, and reliable, and he yeah. isn't. Uh, right back, Everson's okay, but he can't cross the ball. Vegion's probably our best defender that we've got there. Maybe Dyer, maybe I'm being a bit harsh. Uh, Hoiberg and Skipper, Hoiberg needs a rest. Mm. I mean, he played every game last season. He played every game apart from the final because they didn't get there in the Euros. They obviously had the mental fatigue of what happened to Ericsson, and he's played pretty much every game this season. Uh, Winks has done quite well uh, in the last couple of weeks, so I think we're okay there. But Undombele, Dele, uh, Delhi, they need to go. I, I think Undombele is a terrible uh, influence in the dressing room. He seems to sulk all the time. Uh, the Celso, when he comes in, doesn't do anything. And and then obviously we've got Sun injured, which Sun is world class, I think. And uh, yeah, obviously you can't really replace him with. <laughs> We haven't got another world-class player there. And Kane, because we haven't got that creative midfielder, he has to come in deep and then do that, and then we don't have the striker. So I I think our main weaknesses are are the defensive frailties and and the lack of forward depth. Um, This this could go to about being a 9-9 then at this rate with our defence and your defence. My heart can handle that, but uh, if went to 10 twice, I'd take it. um... (laughs) Now, we both picked a a one to watch. I, I... I'm so impressed with this player. I, I, I you know, I, I'd, I'd pick him over Harry Kane. Unfortunately, well, unfortunately for you, unfortunately for us, I didn't realise it. Um, he, he's out injured. Um, so the one to watch, I mean, it has to be for me Harry Kane because of his history against us. You know, but you, 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 you just the counter-attacking game. If it is, Lucas Moura is the only one who, when we were playing terribly under Nuno, would get the ball, run at defenders, and and yeah. defenders. Were- you what they don't like is players running at them and what they hate even more is players running at them more quick uh yeah. but yeah so if it's an open game he could be dangerous uh, obviously without sun there um mm. but again he needs the ball in space and i think without the creative midfielder i think we'll rely on you attacking us and then us breaking the play up in the transition and pinging it to the forward players quickly and you you went for Pats and Daka. I mean, I don't know if you've seen much of him. Uh, has he impressed you from what you've seen of him? Yeah, he's young, he's quick, he's got an eye for goal. And and I mean, Brendan Rodgers isn't a bad manager to have if you're an attacking player because he yeah. plays attacking football, so you're always going to get a chance to show what you can do. And he, he scored a couple of goals. Uh, he, he is young, so it's going to take him a little time to mm. get used to the Premier League. But from what I've seen so far, he's always a threat, similar to Sun, always a threat and... He's got four in one game in Europe. He is sort of a, a Vardy Mark two. But he's one of those players, if you give him space, give him time, he'll cause you a lot of problems. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're glad we've got only, him, to be honest with you. Yeah. And, he's um, and he'll only get better and better and better. And he's got someone like a Vardy there to, to kind of, I mean, he's not a, a, an out-and-out -out striker like Vardy is, but in terms of movement and getting in right positions, yeah. And, I mean, we, we, we've got, you know, Inacho's in um, scoring wonder goals in, in AFCON. Vardy's out for eight weeks. But I think... As Mike says there, um, Daka looks to be a continental-type player. He, he's, he's, he's so at home, in the, or he wasn't when we were in the Europa League. Um, I would say Madders also is in excellent form at the moment. Um, and I'm sorry, yeah, we, we've been there, Ant. <laughs> and Ant brings it up again. But we I got that in after about 30 seconds, mate. You don't need to worry. <laughs> I would have been letting you down if I hadn't, <laughs> you know. Uh, but we've got, you know, we've got, you know, we've, uh, Justine's coming back. And we've, we've got a mm. lot of players back now, which is the, the nice thing. that You know, we're slowly. So hopefully our season's going to start going going round but we've had um i do this thing on the website lester till i die.com where with myself and some ex-players we better do score predictions uh i'm doing a bit of a doing a bit of a sheffield united because last season i won it this season i'm bottom but nobody's gone <laughs> there and, yeah nobody's i won't predict against leicester that's the trouble last season no. it worked for me this season it's it's not um, nobody, unfortunately, has gone there, Chris, for, for your team to win. I've gone 2-1 to Leicester because I can't just back <laughs> against my own club. Um, and, and I just I, – I have a feeling we're going to have a draw, but I just – this it, it, it it's Tottenham, and I just want to beat you so much after the way you've beaten us just recently. So um, <laughs> Ian Marshall, uh, Steve Walsh, Jerry Taggart and Ian Wilson have still gone, have all gone for draws, either 2-1, 2-2 two, or 1-1 one, one there between them. Steve Linux, who absolutely hates Tottenham. <laughs> <laughs> what makes you say that? I can't see where that's come from. <laughs> no. And he hates <laughs> Arsenal as well. He yeah. just wouldn't, he does the prediction league with me, he's, he's on at nine o'clock tonight. We do the prediction league, and uh, he, he, whoever Arsenal and Tottenham are playing, he will always just go for the other team. And he refused to even pick one when you played when you were due to play each other last week. Um, <laughs> so I take that three 0 with a pinch of salt, Steve. But uh, but no, I've I've gone for two one. What what what? How do you see this going? Uh, well, I can't do predictions for Spurs because uh, I used to do them and we lost every game, so I can't do them anymore. But I'll give you a, a prediction <laughs> without a scoreline. But I don't, I don't think what Steve said, uh, Linux will happen because I think both teams will score. I think both teams' yeah. defences are frail. But it, it could be anything. It, it, like I said, the first goal is huge. But I think the way that you play, I think, suits us. So I'll go a Spurs win, but it will be... By the odd goal, uh, maybe 2 1, 3 2, or something like that. It won't be like yeah. a, a 3 0 to anybody, I don't think, or 4 1. Yeah. Oh, it could be a 4 1 if, if Harry Kane decides to get his shooting boots on and to give him space, but then it could be a 4 1 if I'm assuming Dakar plays and we give him space. Uh, I'll go Spurs win, but I, I won't give you a score, unfortunately, because <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I don't mind being called a coward. I stream all the time. I ask people for their predictions, and they ask me, I'll go, I, I can't give a score, so I'm being cowardly. I'm asking you the question. Um, I know I'm, I'm conscious of the time. I know you, you got to go. you got another show to do. I just before you go, and thank you so much for coming on, I just want to have a very quick chat about this. 
um, <laughs> the UEFA Conference League. Now, I know Spurs fans didn't want it. You didn't want to be in it. Uh, Arsenal fans were glad they weren't in it. Um, and I, I do feel that's because you obviously are used to Champions League all the time and maybe you, you saw that this was a bit below you. Now, as Leicester fans, mm. I'm happy in the Conference League because to me, it's Europe. And if we win it again, and you know, we, we would get a trophy. You know, those big silver things that you, you get at the end of a competition. Oh, no, you, you don't, do you? Um, but... 1999. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh. we, we've got to go back to last century, haven't we? You yeah, know, well, but... well, I can't do anything in this century, can I? That's all no, I've exactly, got. exactly. <laughs> I, don't, I mean, I don't agree. You know, we got knocked out of the Europa League, so we shouldn't be dropping down into the conference. Uh, and as much as I don't agree with Champions League teams dropping down into the Europa League, but you, you were in it. I don't know if you took it that seriously or not. Um, but you got chucked out, really, didn't you? You didn't not yeah. qualify. That They chucked you out because, again, you didn't have enough players. Well, the, the whole chucking out was an absolute disgrace because we had mm. a COVID situation and you've got this whole COVID situation where people have lost jobs and everything like that. You know, if you or me have COVID, we've got to stay indoors. Anyone who's been in contact with us has to stay indoors for however many days. We yeah. get chucked out of a tournament. So they're essentially saying that football is more important than COVID when people are dying, losing jobs, houses and all sorts. So it's just all sorts of wrong there, you know. And, and, and you know, we had to play it by the 31st of uh, December, I think. But the, yeah. the next round isn't until February. So I don't understand why. But uh yeah, but at the end of the day, we, we didn't do enough to... We should have been through the group before that anyway. And, yes. and, and in terms of, uh, of feeling below us, I think uh, getting into it, I think you're probably right. But, you know, you're only as good as where you finish in the league. And if you finish in the yes. uh, conference places, that's how good you are. Um, and it's up to you to be better. But I, I think we took it seriously. I think the issue that we've got is the strength and depth in our second team, if you like, is just nowhere near good enough. And they got given chance after chance against Merva. Mm. Uh, Pacos, uh, Vitesse, and just didn't come up Trump. So then we have to bring our big guns on Kane, Son, Hoiberg, Skip, Mora to bail yeah. us out. And and yeah, it, it might benefit us in the long run. I, th I, th I think what a lot of fans not being happy about being in in the first place is is there's something to be said for not being in Europe and then having a league run without having to worry about Europe and then being able to play your top players. You had it when you won the league. Chelsea had it when they won the league a year later. And in terms of all the postponements, I think it could possibly help us this season because the games are likely to be played February, March time when yes. you're going to be yeah. in Europe, probably uh, West Ham. I don't think Arsenal are, but Man United are, Liverpool mm. are, Chelsea are. And oh. We'll have yeah. maybe FA Cup games. But um, mm. that's that's it. And they're generally on weekends. So we'll be playing weekend, weekend, weekend. We'll obviously have a few games dotted in the, in the week, which is yeah. catch-up games. But we won't have Europe. Uh, we won't be travelling, playing, travelling, playing, travelling, playing for three weeks straight. So I think it could help us out. But it was the inaugural competition. We, we're the first English team to have won a European trophy yeah. way, way back when. And it was a chance to do it again and be history makers. Was that um, the we, century we, before last, though, that one? Yeah, I think that was the <laughs> 1960s. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so... 
Well, that's the way I look at it. You know, you don't want to go out of any competition. You don't want to go out of any competition, but no. and Conte no. would have won. But our second string wasn't good enough, and we shouldn't have been kicked out because it's no, different. No, if, if if oh, we've got a lot of injuries. Harry Kane's injured, Son's injured, Hoiberg's injured, Moore is injured. Can we play it a bit later? No. But this is COVID, you know, you, you, you've got to kind of understand what the world is in. It's the same with the politicians who don't understand the, 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 the lesser people, the, the lower down people than themselves. Mm. And they can't relate to them at all. And you wait for essentially saying COVID doesn't matter. Football matters. And, and no, no, COVID matters. Football is just a game at the end of the day. And for us to yeah. be kicked out sends a terrible message that COVID isn't important. Football's more oh, important. Oh, I think it does, totally. Yeah, well, without getting too political, all. without getting too political, I think you could have should have played the game in the uh, on the back lawn at number 10 and you could have just said <laughs> it was a party <laughs> or a meeting <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> Um, yeah, to me, this is you know, if we win it, it'll be the quiz question for the next you know 30 mm, years. You know, yeah, which English team win the inaugural when the inaugural cup competition? Mm. I mean, do do you think, and I'm gonna I'm, I'll let you after this question, very quick question, do you think Leicester can win it? You've been in it, you've oh, seen absolutely. the standards that was in there, absolutely. I mean, you've got some Europa teams coming down, I'm, I'm not sure who, but I think you've got Roma as well who are in it, they'll obviously be one of the favorites, but. Yeah, you're a good team. You know, you attack teams and, and fortune favours the brave in those situations. If you can shore your defence up, then there's no beat and, and get your players back. The Vardy's back and the uh, 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 well, Iniato is not injured. He'll be back in uh, three weeks, two weeks. Yeah, he'll be back. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and yeah, no reason you can't win it. It's just, yeah, I mean, all the European competitions is the same as the World Cup and the Euros. The groups don't really don't really matter that's a ridiculous point but the tournament starts in the knockout games the groups are just yeah. about getting through we battered Real Madrid at home in, in Champions League in 17-18 I think and we, we were all crowing over that we beating Real Madrid they went on to win it that year they scraped through that group and, and when we got to the final we scraped through with a draw at the, at the new camp and, and so it's all about scraping through the group now the tournament starts in the in the knockout stages um, yeah. So yeah, there's no reason why you can't win it, and you obviously need a bit of luck on who you get and yeah. everything like that. But yeah, no reason you can't. You've got the team to to cause problems for anybody. Well, Chris, thank you very much for coming on today. Uh, actually, I'm conscious of the time for you. Um, I wish you all the best for the rest of the season. I not tomorrow. I hope we'll stop you tomorrow. <laughs> I'll <laughs> say the same lie. to you. I'll say the same to you. <laughs> Before you go, I mean, your, your contact details, your follow details are in uh, the description below on YouTube. But just give us a give a quick shout out to your uh, to your socials and where people can Jeez. find you again. Yeah, so it's uh, Let's Talk Tottenham on YouTube. It's Mondays eight pm, twelve thirty pm on Fridays. Uh, it's uh, at L Talk Tottenham on Twitter. Uh, also on podcasts as well. So yeah, and make sure you give uh, Chris channel here like, subscribe if you haven't already. And yeah, pleasure to be on. And thanks so much for inviting me. And. Uh, even even despite the horrible horrible jokes about what a trophy is, but, uh, I've still still enjoyed it. But yeah, thank, thank hey, you so much for inviting me. Many clubs we can say it to, so we've got to be kind of you know. Yeah. It, it gets yeah. a bit worrying when your fans start singing. You know, when when you're playing like we like Derby or Forest that you've never you've never won a you know the league and we've won the league. Yeah. Yes, they have. If you go back far <laughs> enough, they have. You know. Yeah. But hey, take care, mate. Thanks so much yeah, for coming too. on. And um, as I say. 
that what will be well, I'm not even going to say may the best team win tomorrow, may Leicester win tomorrow. That's what may, Tottenham win. may Tottenham win, may Tottenham win. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. I yeah. know that will feature later in the season. Yeah, we'll do. Thank you so much. Thanks a lot. Take care. Bye bye. Cheers. Bye. Cheers. Thanks to Chris there. Um, yeah, he's got to go because he's got uh, another show coming up. Uh, please. Would you do this for me? Watch us on YouTube. Listen on your favourite podcast platform. Or ask your smart speaker to play the podcast Lester Till I Die. Subscribe, like, follow and join in now. Please, please subscribe. We're nearly at 1.1 on the followers. I'm one off. I'm at 1099. Uh, If you haven't subscribed, please subscribe to the channel. You don't have to if you don't want to do notifications. It just therefore sits that you subscribe to us and it does help us with YouTube. So if you haven't subscribed, uh, please do. I was going to go through some quick questions here. I'm um, well, Nippon. How how the devil are you? Are you still finished on? Are you still on your uh, show, or did you finish that eventually? <laughs> I kept going away, Nippon, during that show. <laughs> to get a thing, and I'd come back twenty minutes later. You still on? I think uh, I think you done three hours the last time <laughs> I checked. <laughs> I hope it went well. Um, yes, I do, Anthony. I know him. He's a great guy. Great laugh. Um, was absolutely pooed on by certain people. Um, during his time uh, when we won the league and everything that happened. But he's he's a great lad. And uh, I've had him on and I've been on his. So, yeah, I don't know. Uh, Mike, I don't know. He's gone now. um, So I can't say that. Sorry. Hello, Neil. Thanks for joining us. Um, How the devil are you? Um, (laughs) I say he had to go, so I couldn't ask him. We did discuss it earlier. And as we were saying there, we both got problems in defence. He's not... Uh, he's worried about his defence. We hopefully, touch wood, fingers crossed, got uh, Mura back. Uh, not Mura back, that's because of Mike's, <laughs> what it might say. Justin back. That'd be great to see him. But I don't think he's going to get a full 90. Who knows? But it's just great having It's like a new sign-in. It's like a new sign-in. Um, so, yeah, we've both got problems. Both like to play attacking football. It could be a goal fest. Let's hope this time... It's in our favour. Um, Ransom React, all the way from Zambia. Good evening, sir. How the devil are you? Thanks for joining us. Hope you are well and safe over there. Um, that's about, I wish I could have asked him that, because we know he would have said Tottenham. <laughs> uh, Chris says, uh, sorry, Anthony says, I bought a Leicester top for me, pay Best £3 I spent. <laughs> Well, I I uh, I couldn't find I couldn't find an Arsenal shirt on eBay, mate. I had to go to the local charity shop. They were giving them away. Uh, Dan, <laughs> Sobin, thank you very much, Dan. Yes, indeed. Um, I would really do appreciate that, Mike Green. Great show. Thanks very much, Mike. Um, I I well, I did try messaging. We'll, we'll get that pod thing sorted out, mate. Uh, I might have 10 minutes soon if you are free. And if you want to sub to somebody, please sub to Turf Morehouse TV. Uh, Dan is a Burnley fan. You know I have a bit of an affection for Burnley, having lived there for 20 years, having had my four kids there, and I love it because I was able to leave. <laughs> People say to me, what was the best thing about Burnley? So, leaving it. Um, <laughs> sorry, Dan. But if we get him, he's close. If we can get him to 300 subs, he will have a hot chilli chip, which apparently, and I can't eat spicy food because I've got heartburn, but apparently, yeah. 
he's actually doing it live from his toilet because I think probably just going to go straight through him, you know. Whilst listening to Johnny Cash, Ring of Fire, probably. <laughs> hey, I'm going to be back in a bit. I will be back in 56 minutes. Um, we're going to have uh, with myself, Brad, and of course, ex Leicester City player Steve Lyon next. We're going to be doing the prediction show. That'll be fun, won't <laughs> What a season! What a season I picked to start doing the prediction show, eh? Yeah, I, could, I should have predicted it was going to all go wrong. Half the games aren't going ahead. You A's beating B when you think that B are going to absolutely trounce A. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Hey, one thing, if you're into darts, if you like your darts, then get over to this guy's channel, Mike Green. Um, I don't see the point for darts myself. See what I did there. But, uh, yeah, if you like darts coverage, darts talk, Mike Green TV, get over and uh, give him a sub. Um, he does a lot. He's doing a lot of dart um, uh, content at the moment. Um, where are we doing here? Um Damn, not like a new signing. Yes, Michael, like a new sign. We haven't had him for like a year. He's been out for a year. So technically, I don't know if we've got him registered or not. Uh, Anthony, thank you very much, young man. Thanks for that. Uh, Aaron White, eight. I'm not sure about that one. You have to explain to me. Mella, good evening. Is it Mella? Mela? Mella? I don't know. Hope you're well, but I was upset to hear you want us relegated. Do you know what, mate? Do you know what? Nothing personal. I just, I want Norwich relegated. I don't have anything against what, well, I do have a lot. I do have something against Watford. Playoff semi-final. Do you remember it? Yeah, so... Yeah, let me let me stick with I want Watford relegated. No, the reason I want Watford relegated is just simply the way you treat your managers. You got rid of a manager when you're in 12th, you brought in Ranieri. How's that going for you? Mm. Norwich, yeah. And Sheffield United, I wanted them to go down. I love Sheffield United because I like the smaller teams, but the way they treated their manager last season, no, I wanted them down. Um, sorry on that. Uh Mella, um, I've just said that one. Uh, you deserve it, Mella. <laughs> you treat your man exactly, exactly what I've just and I haven't seen that, Mike. That is exactly what I just said. Uh, Turf more cracking show. Love you and love you too, my, um, Daniel. I love you. If you get honestly, if you didn't have Kate, I'd be up there. <laughs> wouldn't, wouldn't. Um, <laughs> Oh, we have we have a we have a love hate relationship, me and Dan. We love ourselves, hate each other. I'm going to go now, guys. Come back at uh, come back at nine, please, for the prediction show. I have myself, Brad. Brad's leading quite easily; he's about eight points ahead. I'm second. Steve is third, which basically the main reason I asked him on because he's worse at worse at it than me. Um, but come on, it's a bit of fun. And um, trying to trying to get the scores right, uh, which we say never do. So be back. Don't touch that dial, as they say. We'll be back at nine o'clock. Stay safe. Thanks for watching, and thanks for listening. If you're listening on the podcast, stay safe. Thanks for watching, Lester. Till I die. This is Chris saying goodbye, and see you next time. <laughs> 
It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Automate delivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? A participating restaurants 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. And there it is. That's as good as it gets on this stage. Nissan Townstar EV strikes again. It's an unstoppable van. Unstoppable! Look, just fantastic. You can actually see the ProPilot technology in action. Effortless parallel parking. It moves with all the confidence that comes with a five-year warranty. And with a bench full of all-star van experts, there's real strength in depth here. That's all-star quality. Search Nissan Townstar EV and visit your local all-star van centre to see for yourself. Terms and conditions apply. Five years or 100,000 miles, whichever comes first. ProPilot is an advanced driver assist technology. Driver's responsibility to stay alert, drive safely and control vehicle at all times. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.